Blog Talk Radio. What you are about to hear is real. Nice. No scripts, no actors. Oh, hell. Coming to you from the Janesville Community Radio Studio in beautiful downtown Janesville. It's the Open Mid Podcast. Starring Chad Sheridan. How's my face look? Tender? Andy Anderson. Picture my beard being like some Mideastern dude's weave. And a cast of characters. I'm proud to be the the first Asian American on the podcast. You do a lot of editing, don't you? (laughs) Kiki. Kiki. Just hanging out in the goddamn Dagobah system. Well, I was trying to find somebody who could play a flute. Oh, cool. I didn't know you guys were dicks. Put it in there. Do I care? Either that or you're the crooked Denny's for the next 50 years. I don't know how he talks, but it's hilarious. Just hit him with a hairbrush. Beat him with a hairbrush. This is Jamesville Community Radio. This is the Open Mitt Podcast. Andy Anderson is not coming to your event. And he's not coming to your event because you called him three hours ago and uh, said you're not welcome. Wait, before we do that, Bob, you got that uh, disclaimer queued up? Oh, (laughs) yeah, please hit that. If ever there's a night we need that disclaimer. If there was any night that we needed a disclaimer, good listeners, it might be tonight. Yeah, you might want to roll that, baby. They Uh. eat a disclaimer. (laughs) Did we ever get more snare off the uh, the tower up there? Never. We are always snareless. The following program is a production of Janesville Community Radio, Inc. You are tuned in to the worldwide headquarters of the most unlikely and extraordinary programs ever broadcast from Janesville, Wisconsin. Due to contractual terms and to impart immunity to our corporate partners, volunteers, and friends from any notions of liability, responsibility, or culpability, please note sentiments and opinions expressed may not necessarily be those of Janesville Community Radio, Inc., program hosts, underwriters, or their collaborators. All right, we need a bed of music now. We need something to talk into. I'm just kidding. You don't really have to. Oh, wait. I got something for you. Oh, you do? Yeah. Just prattle on your... I didn't plug my iPad in today, people. I know. Pull back those covers on that bed of music. I'm used to just sitting. I'm lately, you guys do all the work for me, and I'm 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 used to just sitting here drinking beer. So. Well, it's time to buckle down, Bob. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're getting serious here. Um, on James the Community ooh, Radio, the ooh, James the Community put Radio. Down. Put a towel down, Bob. Uh, James the Community Radio. Um, we need a bed. Andy, is your phone running a little low? So you got your emergency pack out. Oh, dude. Because I got this new app and I've been like recording video all day. Oh, so I'm just uh, I didn't I didn't I don't think I charged my battery packs. So I'm getting, <laughs> getting whatever juice is left here, so we'll see what happens. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Here's some, here's all right, some, I mean we're still at fifty. Here's a little. Right. Here's a little. We're cool. solid for like another day. Here's a little uh, a little mood tune. Um, something that you know we're all kind of bummed out tonight, so. Well. Just this will this will kind of fit. It's like a gospel song or something. Spin that, Bob. St. Paul in his letter to the Ephesians Said it came to me upon a midnight glare He said I'll finish writing all of my gospel Now all I seem to want is sex and pain <laughs> I like it Mark Antony looked down on Caesar's body Dead friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I did not come here to praise Jesus. I came here for sex and beer. Sex and beer. Sex and beer. All the two things we hold dear. Who are those? Oh, you gotta fade that out, Bob. You can't just go solid. Who are those fellows? That was the great Pat McCurdy band. Pat McCurdy, local, regional, awesome, famous guy from um, plays at uh, Summerfest all the time. Chicago, hockey, here in Janesville, four or five times a year. He's a big deal. Special thanks to Pat McCurdy for giving us permission to play that. We have. Thanks, player. 
We have his music catalog. Trying to keep it real. A shout out to my friend Jim for uh, inquiring. He thought maybe I was asking for a bed to sleep in, but I was actually asking for a bed of music. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> better, I probably could. Oh, oh, a bed of music. I could fall asleep right now, but like a bed of lettuce. Yeah, what a what a day. We're coming to you live from the armory. <laughs> no, but actually from Daddy O's Studio 54 and a half, we can see the armory from here. Uh, if, if, you have, if you have been kicked out of the armory because they're sold out, you you may come to Studio 54 and a half, but be sure and shine in. Be sure and shine in at the reception desk. <laughs> there's people at the armory standing outside trying to get in because there's no room. We have a bunch of... Uh, we have a bunch of spies inside the armory after we uh, got the boot from there today. And we got a picture of where we sit when we normally do our armory shows. And it looks awfully empty, like where we could have been there. and Totally enough space for us. Yeah. Somebody got the old runaround. Bring your... Uh, if you have not been allowed in the armory because they're sold out, bring your ticket stub over to Studio 54 and a half. <laughs> Above trading spaces. Uh... It could be worth uh, a Pabst. For immediate service at the Janesville Armory Comedy Night, mention OMP, and they will immediately kick you out the front door. <laughs> now, something happened. Our guy that uh, books us there quit slash got fired. We don't really know the situation. Our guy, Steve. Steve-O, our friend Steve. Um, and if you've listened to the show before, you may have heard us talk about a lady that works at the Armory that hasn't always been all that pleasant. And I doubt she listened to the show. She may be listening to this one, but uh, we've always realized that she doesn't like us for some reason. We never did anything to her. Since day one. No. Since the Chris Shaw episode. Yeah. She's always been anti-team open Mick, so she messages us from the account. The anti-Mick. Yeah. Yeah, somehow we get this random message, I guess last night, I didn't see it, um, from Steve. It appears to be from Steve, a little private message, and uh, it says, Hi, I'm this B, and it <laughs> says, Sorry, we don't have room for you tomorrow. We're going to have to cancel on you guys. We're sold out. And But I don't see it. And then today, like three hours before we were going to be there, she private messaged me from her account and says, Yeah, sent you a message. Give me a call so I know you saw this. Um, you know, we got to cancel on you. We we didn't know you were coming. Yeah. Right? She figured out somehow. Yeah, somehow because we've been promoting it online with paid ads all week. Right. Thousands of people see it. 3,000. But now, Andy, you called her. Is that right? I did. I called her. What did she say? Now, she said, now I want all of our Open Mic Podcast friends who listen to the show to hear this because I know a lot of you have told me that you write open podcasts on the comment cards. What did she say about how much business we've drawn for them? She told me, and I quote, every time someone calls to make reservation, we ask them, how did you hear about us? And no one has ever mentioned the open podcast. The nerve. Which I know for a fact that's a lie. Because there was plenty of uh, open mic guests that got turned away last time when it was sold out. Right. You're welcome. And several people got on a, um, a waiting list at the door. Three two three five eight zero five seven six nine. Give us a call and let us know. Well, thanks, Bob. I always forget that people can call in. And uh, if I remember correctly, at the last Armory show we did, which was a lot of fun, fantastic, we made some new comedic friends there, and... Um, they did end up letting some of the Old McPodcast fans in on under the stipulation, no yes. drinks. There will be no drink no service. No food? No food. But here's something that she didn't think of. When you don't get a bill, you don't pay for the comedy. So <laughs> thanks for the comedy show. Yeah, so good luck on that table of things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, may have, you showed us by not making $60. Good thinking. And what's funny about that is that specific table. We're talking about. Uh, we're talking. They don't know who these people are, and they're. Uh, they could be business people in the community. What's her name? Rebecca. Is that her name? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm getting the MC from the comedy show is saying, what happened to the open mic at the armory? Wow. The MC doesn't even know. No. So apparently it's a big secret. So I'll let her know right now to go ahead and ask Rebecca, the manager. I assume she's a manager. Assistant manager is her official title. She's the assistant manager to the assistant manager. (laughs) Is that like an associate at Walmart? Like the guy that stocks oil? Yeah, I think so. She's... She's the one, like, if you ever go into the Army, she's the one giving you dirty looks when you walk in. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. Just a wicked looks and uh, not very friendly at all. I think she's always like that, though. I'll tell you what, everybody else there is, like, real cool. They're awesome, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I would never say people not to go there. I'm just saying, if you go there, go there as much as you can. Support it's a local business. But always write Open Mic Podcast on your comment card and everything. Yes, please do. For sure. Yeah, so it's too bad. We always had a lot of fun doing it. Everybody really enjoyed listening to the shows. It got a lot of buzz around town, whether people calling in say it or not. And I know I've had so many people be like, hey, put your name on down for the... When we got our, you know, at the end of the comedy show, it's like, how do you hear about this? Do you want us to email you? Maybe they don't read those. Why would she care? I don't know. She's got sold-out shows, right? Just remember when we first started going there, and there was like four people with walkers coming in and listening to the comedy <laughs> show. Like, you know, you could hear the trains going by. There were so few oh, people. No, after our first, it's funny you mentioned that because for years I'm I was. I'm not saying we're responsible for all the people, but I'm just saying. For years I was going there, and uh, it was sad because uh, you have all these great comedians that would come in, and there would only be like 10 people in the crowd, you know? And uh, I'm like, man, what are these guys doing? Like, why, why don't more people know about this, you know? And, uh, you know, that one, we did that uh, that first show and had a lot of people come out. I don't know, we had like, I know we had about 12 or 15 people ourselves that came. Yeah. We did that podcast upstairs. That was a great time. Everything was great. We had uh, we we had drinks, we had, everybody had dinner, we all paid for comedy. And on the way out, and they, they don't even think they were that packed that night. And on the way out, the bee says to me, she says, yeah, it'd be nice if you told us how many people you had coming. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I just put out a public invite on Facebook. All right. Whoever wanted to come hang with us. And by the way, they weren't at capacity by any means. No. Plenty of seats that night. Something rotten in Denmark. And I was like, you're welcome Something's for the fishy. business. Something's fishy. Dad's been working for 50 years in various capacities, genres, and ge- and the venues. And something, there's there's some rotten fish in Denmark. Yeah, I'd say. Just crazy. But yeah, and then for those that don't know, on our last uh at our last uh show we did there, um we had sold it out and we did such a good job and uh the uh the manager there asked us to come back monthly. Yeah. And uh keep doing what you're doing. So we actually had tonight's event booked at the end of November. We had that date booked. And uh even in December, still talking about that date, still pumping up that date. And then we hear four hours before we're supposed to be there that it's canceled. Well, she tried to send us a message yesterday, but we didn't get it. Even so. To be fair. but Weak you know, sauce. Real weak. Now, I was talking to the MC, and she's like, well, it is packed here tonight. It's been sold out for like weeks straight. She's like, did they offer a reschedule? And I said, well, we booked it two months ago, and she canceled yesterday. <laughs> I said, no, they didn't. And she just wrote, not nice, with a frowny face. Yeah. And then then when I called her today, she basically said, you know, I don't have time to to talk to you about this anymore. I got a business to run. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. well you're welcome. Uh, I don't know if they've noticed or not in the environment. I, little Daddy was down here at Studio 54 all the time. And uh, the environment in downtown Jamesville is, not the most vibrant. So you would want like people with uh, like a first-class personality um, running your business to survive down here. And, uh, whatever's left of Jamesville. I'll tell you, they were really uh, with uh, that uh, with our boy Steve. Like uh, he was really trying to t- had some really awesome ideas. Yeah, he he actually talked to me personally yeah, regarding your show, trying to turn things around. Yeah, there. you know, when I I produced your show, and then he he actually. Pulled me aside and said, "Yeah, I got, I got to get you guys to come back. Uh, well, how about once a month? You know." And I'm like, "Wow." Yeah. yeah. Well, he's gone. Yeah, it's too bad too because uh, 
they were trying to get away from. They're kind of been known for being high priced and you know a little high end. Well, they're trying to get away from that. Yeah. And he had some really awesome ideas, like stuff I was excited about coming up, and yeah, it's just unfortunate. It doesn't look like that's going to happen now. Well, fellas, you're uh, unless Daddy gets uh, little Daddy gets hit by a bus or something. You're welcome to come to Studio Fifty Four uh, whenever you're uh, whenever you're in town, and you can do your show from here. We can see the armory from here, by the way. Fair enough. That's what I was saying. We can just look out the window right behind me here. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, yeah, so uh, good luck to the armory. I mean, if they don't want us there, I shouldn't three, say they. It's just one lady that's three two three five eight zero five seven six nine, and you can call open mic and weigh in. But what I was saying was, uh, I wasn't sure if uh, she gives me dirty looks or everybody dirty looks, because when I come in, I'm usually like, "Hey, I'm here for the podcast," and then she's like. <laughs> And then she, you know, she's all put out because she has to point for me to show me where Andy's sitting. She has to pour you a soda. She doesn't even do that. But <laughs> So I'm like, well, she must just be irritated because we're doing the podcast from here. But I went there for a fundraiser where I was dressed nice, and I'm sure she had no clue who I was. And she's exactly the same way. Yeah, just crazy. I don't get it. Probably not the kind of person you want as your... Um, the face of your, your a, business. As your gatekeeper. Yeah. yeah no, and she's always sitting there at the podium, too. I know. That's not... Uh, and every customer that comes in is potentially going to, you know, either rent or recommend your venue to someone. Oh, else. you better believe it. In Why this town, in this town, if you like, like if you serve a salad wrong in this town, your restaurant's doomed. With all the with all the blue yeah. hairs in this town, yeah, the blue hair network, you know. So you got to be like super nice and everything. You can't serve a salad wrong. <laughs> yes, you can. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> But somehow they managed to yeah. <laughs> Well, who knows? Maybe we'll end up back at the Armory sometime. Maybe not. Um, there's some talk of maybe some other comedy show, but I won't say anything until we get that pin. I always thought the owner there was a real cool guy. There's awesome a, guy. There's a, Mac, I love yeah, that guy. Super nice guy. There is a competitor in town. They do a comedy once in a while. You're thinking of what I'm thinking over. Is that over You're talking about Cro- Crosby Place Crosby, comedy yeah. shows? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe we'll uh, contact them because I'm sure they wouldn't Cause mind. Because I do Jeff's uh, my show. Free does, publicity. Yeah, my show, we do Jeff's Coffee Bar uh, right? remotes every once in a while, and that's like old, a block away. Get yeah. the old machine behind them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get the OMP machine. Uh, uh, we... We can be uh, we can be bought. Uh, you have uh, goat, goats, live chickens. Um, we were even paid with a cat. Um, we ate the goat and the chicken. Uh, we did not eat the cat. See, we're getting a lot of Facebook love tonight. Yeah, yeah. So it seems there's a somewhat of a revolution starting on Facebook. <laughs> there is. See, my, where did that even come from? I don't know. But well, my show my show is all about blue collar, and I always tell Donald, my co-host and producer and uh, tech guy, I'm like. I don't understand why on earth would anybody tick someone off that has a radio show. That's right. And I'll tell you what, I, I'm i willing to go back to the armory and start doing shows there again, but she's going to have to come on the show and apologize. I, it's only fair. <laughs> and to take that uh, Irish not welcome sign down. <laughs> I would really, I don't, I don't appreciate. I never said anything before, but I don't really appreciate I, that. Right. I was pretty hurt too about the, uh, the sign that said uh, uh, no, no room for uh, uh, old uh, guys that smell like pot. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was truly deeply, I was deeply hurt by that. The time. thing that really irritated me. And in parentheses, the guy with the iPad. Right. <laughs> I thought it was inappropriate. The sign that said "One Eye, No Service." Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh jeez. Anyways, uh, real quick before we say anything else, special thanks to the Armory for 20 minutes worth of material so far. <laughs> yes. We, I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about. Tonight. I had a crazy bad week at work, and I was just ill prepared for this interview. So, yeah. It uh, although usually comedians, it's not that tough to interview them because though I feel bad though. It seemed like the comedians really wanted to come on. Yeah, they were and, cool. Uh, I spent a lot of time making that picture too. Yeah, we made an awesome picture. It wasn't easy. Oh man. <sighs> oh well. It was a little bit poetic because uh, little Daddy did. Um, Indulged a little too much last night, so little daddy wasn't wasn't like on his game about moving all that equipment over there. But you know that's just showbiz. You got to move the equipment. You got to move the equipment. So Bob, let me give you a scenario. 
No. What are you giving me? <laughs> Let me give you a scenario. Say we had a situation like tonight, and say I thought it would be funny not to tell you about it, so you would take all the equipment that <laughs> up. Would that have made you mad? <laughs> no, because I, I love you guys, man, and uh, I'd be like, oh well, they must have just forgot to tell me, you know. <laughs> Somebody's inquiring us if the uh, armory has sniffer radar. Sniffer radar. I don't quite understand what that is. I don't is. even know what that means. Sniffer radar? Yeah. Oh, you can't come in there smelling like pot? I <laughs> <laughs> got like, like, like a dog at the... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like yeah a, he said exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. but They got like a retired dog from the from the Thailand army. Just they, real exhausted, barely yeah. even barks. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, he's retired, but they're like, they only have him like once a week. For a comedy show, and he's like, uh, you know, rather than put him to sleep, they they uh, they farmed him out to the uh, to the armory to uh, to uh, make sure nobody comes in there smelling like pot. If his left eye twitches, <laughs> it means it's a hit. But he just like, I mean, I walk by him all the time, and he just like lays there, and he just goes. It's like, is that it? Is that a hit, boy? <laughs> he's like seventeen years old. Oh, you know, I just Andy, did you get a picture of the shirt that uh, one of the super fans made? No, it says, F the Armory hashtag OMP. <laughs> wow! Wow! Like wow. Check this out. We might have to. Oh my God! Great! <laughs> I want to buy a vowel. <laughs> wow! That's awesome. Oh man! Getting thug love. <laughs> love that. That's great. Uh, I'm gonna post a picture of that on the. Uh, Please do. We got some other... uh, We got uh, people on the inside right now sending us photos of... (laughs) We have spies. Empty chairs. (laughs) The empty empty space that we used to broadcast out of and interview the comedians um, before the show. And that's where we'd actually watch the show from. But apparently, they're to capacity tonight, and there was no space even for that area. Right. Now, if I'm looking at that picture right, wide open. Dude, you could fit probably a hundred more chairs in there if you really wanted to. Standing room, they should buy. They they should sell standing room tickets. That's what they're saying that one week, and then they were like, "No, better not." They don't want the fire marshal breathing on their neck or something. Just give the fire marshal a goat. Look, they had plenty of room. They had plenty of room for the comedians' table. Not to mention, we could just sit in the bar while they're doing the show. Yeah, we do the show in the bar afterwards. From the whole the whole gig. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could have had. We could have. We could have hung out in the bunker lounge. We could have went downstairs. Had a sword yeah, because fight. I, set, I set the show up last time in the in the bunker. Right. I mean, yeah, we, you guys were out there with your with your banner yeah. and your table. We could have. We, we moved. We retreated to the bunker to interview the, the the comic. You guys retreated to the to the bunker where I set the studio up, the remote studio, uh, and they had plenty of room. They had plenty of room in the bar. They plenty got a big space. bar. Yeah, I mean, think about it. We didn't even have to be in there. We could go downstairs and uh, and threw ripped up money into the urinal. I mean, <laughs> that's true. Time for a lot of stuff. Time for a lot of stuff. We actually have a guest in the studio too that we haven't given him a chance to talk yet. Colton, we haven't. Colton, you want to step up? Just tell us what you think of the army. You got to get close to the mic. <laughs> yeah, you Colton. a fan of the army? Have you been there before? What's going on? I've never been there actually, so I have no idea. It's a nice place. I think it's kind of lame. I wouldn't take a. I don't blame the armory. I blame the one lady. The armory is pretty awesome, but the B. The B is kind of <laughs> B for Becky, of course, but she's kind of uh, she's kind of a B, you know. Bex. Oh man. So, but yeah, like I said, we can see it from here. Maybe, maybe me and Andy were talking. Maybe we'll start uh, booking our own comedy shows, our own old McPodcast comedy shows. I'm not connection. Shows. I'm not seeing any lights in there. Are they done already? Oh no, those comics are real good. They're probably lighting the place up. Oh, dude, yeah, crazy. They're uh, they're awesome, and they were looking forward to doing our show, and everything got blown up. So well, they didn't come to Studio Fifty Four and a Half. They might, maybe they, they'll be here for the after they show. Can pop in. There's a Trading Spaces uh, Bar and Grill downstairs, and they're very gracious, and the drinks are very blue collar prices, and but they're the same old drinks that everybody else gets in the expensive bars. So we might go down there afterwards and drown. Uh, John, a little nice. uh, showbiz tears. That's right. Not to mention, Bob, uh, uh, Sunday, they have smelt. They do. Free smelt. Free smelt, all you can eat. And uh, wow. to wash it down with $2 rails. I did, I did not I did not know that here I've been, 
I've here I've had the studio yeah. up here all this time and I did not know they had Sunday smell. You didn't smell the whiff of smelt coming up through the vents? At, in uh this this just in too, every Saturday they have a deal where if you mention the armory, they'll give you dirty looks. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I shouldn't say the armory. If you mention B from the armory, they'll give you dirty looks. Yeah. They have $2 silo beers. If you're listening from Bangladesh, little Bangladeshi uh, children right now, if you're if they have the radio on and the sweatshop. Yeah, if the, you're uh, listening, get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be a 16 ounce uh, that would be a 16 ounce can of beer, silo $2 downstairs at trading spaces. On a side note, I didn't have to spend a ton of uh, like a ton of money there tonight. Yeah. And I uh actually at the gas station on my way here and uh so I'm feeling pretty good about that. I, because I didn't eat local at the Armory like I was planning on, I saved 50 bucks. So uh, I got a pizza from Primetime. Eating local at Primetime Pizza. Oh, it's God bless Primetime. It's great. Stuff, yeah. A little green olive on there, a little something else. I don't know. My wife ordered it, but I ate, I ate a crap ton well, of it. Well, once, once little daddy's nurse puts him to sleep and she goes home, uh, uh, little daddy will sneak out the window and then come back to trading spaces and probably spend, rather than spend it at the Armory, You'll probably spend ten, fifteen dollars down downstairs. Right. All right. So check out Prime Time Pizza and Trading Spaces. Mention promo code OMP, and then they'll just look at you and be like, "Huh?" <laughs> but that's cool. It's a though. Chad, do we need to do some advertising or anything? We do. Why don't we take a break, uh, Bob? You got some advertisements you can play for? Yeah, we have some must plays. Uh, little Daddyo keeps getting memos about uh, playing some very important messages. From our friends at Snow Removal of Janesville. Those guys again? It's good. It's winter in Wisconsin, and Snow Removal of Janesville is here to handle all of your snow removal needs. Official snow remover of Janesville Community Radio and my office, JBL. Superior customer satisfaction is Lauren Harrion's top priority. Utilizing his plow truck and snow blower, Lauren will make sure that your driveway and sidewalk is fully taken care of. And when snow melts during the planting season, Lauren will use his John Deere tractor and pull behind Agrifab Tiller to break up virgin soils easily. Utilizing his Ryan aerator, Lauren can pull 3-4 to four inch plugs to promote oxygen and strong grass root growth. Employing his finishing mower allows Lauren to mow your lawn consistently. Allow Lauren and Snow Removal of Janesville to help in achieving all of your snow removal, lawn care and planting needs. Now accepting Visa, MasterCard, Discover and American Express. Find Lauren online at www.snowremovalofjanesville.com or call today for a free snow removal, lawn care, or tilling estimate, 608-921-5756. Looking for an opportunity to volunteer in our community? How about volunteering with Janesville Community Radio? Just go to our website and click on the tab. Volunteer. There, fill out a brief form telling us what your interests and area of expertise are. And we'll be in contact with you shortly. Oh, and one more thing. We need money. To be at 103.5 FM in June of 2015, we need to raise money for a radio tower, transmitter, and studio equipment. Be part of bringing the community radio to Janesville by contributing $10.35 or any amount that you choose to 103.5 FM by going to www.janesvillecommunityradio.com slash donate. Thanks. Lost my music. I got to bring it back, Chad, because I lost my music. You're on. Oh, this is it! Holy cow, Bob! You're supposed and to count us. You're supposed to do the three, two, one. Yeah, well, little Daddy's already had a couple paps blue ribbons. So <laughs> three, two, one's not working. Out. First, I like to call it rent for fifty-four and a half. Yeah, <laughs> studio fifty-four and a half. Um, I, on that commercial, uh, I heard uh, Duder from the sports show. What's his name? I know uh, what his real uh, name is. Uh, but the Herb. The Herb. I heard The Herb, and I noticed he has a show scheduled for tomorrow night on the Blog Talk Radio, Janesville Community Radio page oh. thing, correct? Uh, yeah, he will be here at Studio 54. And let's just say, well, let's call him the Patriots, because it's got 20 archived listens already, and it hasn't even been recorded. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Oh, oh there's something fishy going on. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, that yeah, Little Daddy was supposed to do another disclaimer. 
there's been all kinds of there's been all kinds of accusations and claims um, uh, punched at Little Daddyo, uh, and let me say this about that Little Daddyo, uh, in regards to uh, the Patriots um, scandal, uh, Little Daddyo has had nothing to do with Tom Brady's balls. <laughs> <laughs> No matter how soft his balls are, Daddy has nothing to do with Tom Brady's balls. Or, he doesn't even or, play football. Or Bill Belichick's balls. I have I have no knowledge whatsoever. About, and I, we have people here. It's cool at uh, Studio Fifty Four and a Half, uh, Cool Daddy Media Studio Fifty Four and a Half. We have people that take care of our balls. <laughs> we don't have to worry. I, I didn't know anything about ball. You know, inflation or deflation. The one until thing, this, until this, uh, uh, these alleged, uh, uh, you know, crimes uh, were brought to my attention. I don't know about you guys, but when I heard in the press conference that Tom Brady's balls were two pounds lighter than normal, I'm like, well, that's just bragging at this point. <laughs> I mean, that's. Yeah, I guess I mean, they're talking about air pressure, but either way, that's. And they're all talking about that air pressure and stuff, but nobody said anything about those Ugg boots. Right. <laughs> you know. I mean, if there's a clear advantage, I was surprised he had them. Shoes, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! So uh, yeah, it makes me glad the Packers aren't in the Super Bowl. That's a lie, but I'll say that because all they're talking about is the deflated balls, and they, of course, it took the the heat off of the Packers, the end of the Packers game, which was I love spectacular. I loved Belichick was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. He doesn't know. I've coached for 40 years and I know nothing about balls. (laughs) I mean, like, you only have, this is a sport that's like revolves around balls. Okay. And he's like, I've coached for, I could understand if he was like in third grade and he's like, I don't know what they do with the balls. But it's like his whole life is revolved around football. He's like, I don't know anything about football. And then Tom Brady's like, well, I don't know anything about footballs. It's like they give them to me and I play with them, you know, play with my balls. I was surprised. I never <laughs> I never actually thought about uh, how, how much of a difference it could make if uh, your balls were deflated when you're playing football. Because I know when I was a kid trying to play with a deflated football because we never had a needle. It's like we would get a, right. like one needle a year. We had this allotment where like my parents <laughs> would be like, here is your yearly needle. Don't. Break it. And of course, inevitably, somebody would be pumping up a soccer ball or something. Somebody would kick it, and then the needle's gone. So they'd be like, I don't, "Didn't I give you a needle in 1978?" You know those things cost 27 cents. <laughs> <laughs> when they would be like, "I'm not made out of money. The neighbors must have a needle. Go ask you and borrow one." So we always had to play with something deflated. All of our balls were deflated <laughs> when we were kids. So being able to throw a deflated football, I remember, was not the easiest. I could see how you can catch it; it'd be a little easier, was- but. When I played high school football, uh, Whitewater High School, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening from Bangladesh, Whitewater is just above the state line. And get back far. to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Our uh, iPhones aren't going to build themselves, anyways. Bob, what were you saying? Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, my refrigerator that I got uh, recently made in Vietnam had little uh, fingerprints all over it, and uh, you know, it was uh, very disturbing. Get that off of there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, when I played football for the Whitewater High School, uh, years and years ago, uh, we were playing East Troy. Uh, these are southern Wisconsin cities, if you're listening in Munich, Germany, or some somewhere like that. A Gutentag. Yeah. We were a German state and a Norwegian state and a uh, French. French. Uh, I don't Lac- like to say French. I say freedom. But anyways. Francais. Lac du Flambeau. Um, anyway... The uh, <laughs> Good uh, Morgan. We played the East Troy team. This is way back in like in the sixties. The East Troy team provided the footballs, and it was the footballs were deflated, and they were. I never played with anything like you said, Chad. I never had anything harder. No pun intended. It was, oh, it was hey very oh, difficult. Hey, whoa! Anything, Family show, Bob. Anything difficult as difficult to to use as a non-functional. Ball, right? A soft ball. A soft ball, yeah. So I'm like, what? Well, that's what my first instinct was like. Why would you want to deflate it? Because it's like, it's uh, to me, it's they were harder to, you know, deal with, more right. difficult to deal with. 
Uh, the future uh, National Football League MVP stated on his radio show that he prefers his balls hard. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers on the A-Rod Tuesdays there, and he did say... Likes them over, Paul. Uh, he said, yeah, he likes his balls pumped mm-hmm. up hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got those big hands, and you know what they say about those big hands. Oh, man. heck yeah, I do. I also have some pretty big mitts on me. <laughs> well, he also said that he doesn't think God likes football, which I thought was interesting. Hey, dude, you could trace this and get like two turkeys, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is an adult turkey if you're tracing out this hand. Yeah, this ain't no Cornish hen dog. <laughs> so, Andy, oh, I'm sorry. Ahead, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Andy, Andy, Andy you listen to the Belichick's coach, uh, New England Patriot coach Bill Belichick. Did you listen to his? You listen to his uh, his little uh, speech. On the other morning, just a little bit. He kept. It was like. It was like they. I know they gave him instructions to to always put foot in front of the word ball, and then he. But right off the bat, he kept making the uh, the the little miscues. He would be like, "Oh yeah, I just want to tell everybody I had I had nothing to do with Tom Brady's balls. I love football." (laughs) And he did that, and he's like, "And and my balls are 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 just fine. My my footballs are, are are." just fine. And he and, and he did that like nine times in his I, press conference. I thought it was interesting, too. At the end, he turned into Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> he went from talking, and then people asked him a question, and he just kept saying the same thing over. So it's pretty much yeah. just like, uh, thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, thank you for asking. It's over yeah, and, and over again. You're like, well, are, are you going to be uh, – do you think uh, people are going to hate you more or are going to ridicule you more for – for for this uh, uh, another embarrassing another embarrassing uh, football event uh, uh, on your watch and he's like uh, uh, yeah my dog likes biscuits <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you thank you Good. and then they kept asking the same questions over and over just wording it different yeah, yeah. they'd be like uh, so uh, there was no there was two pounds missing in each ball and they were the balls you practiced with but uh, when they got them out there they were a little bit lighter is that right he'd be like I told you everything I know I told you everything I know next I question I don't know somebody else is like so if they didn't have two pounds in them, would you have put it in there during the practice? And then he's like, uh, I told you everything I know. Thank you for asking, basically. I mean, like, who does it help or hurt? Because they're all playing the same game. I didn't know this, but each team uses their own balls. I thought there was one ball, and you just played with it until That's like, somebody threw it into the crowd because yeah. they scored a touchdown. That's it? They're switching balls for each team? Yeah. They each have their, their own set of balls. A few years ago. Play with your own set. Okay, right. you got these billion-dollar quarterbacks. Rule that, number one, Bob, in the NFL, you play with your own balls. Okay? <laughs> Don't you forget that. Yeah, because dude wouldn't want to play with Tom Brady's balls. Makes sense. Right. Does make sense. A few sense. years ago. The, I would be honored to play with Aaron Rodgers' balls. Million-dollar right? quarterbacks. Big fan. Wanted to have their own balls. Right. So the NFL developed a rule where the teams, the teams bring their own balls. The, uh, be like the t- teams bring their own. I can't say it with a straight face. So the teams bring their own balls. They, the referees check them before the game, and then we play ball. And they play. Each team plays with their own. Uh, their own balls. Official, yeah. official approved. Right. Referee staff approved balls. Somewhere, somewhere in the course of the game. You know? Did you know the ball boy? Mysteriously? I didn't know him personally. No. The, 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 the ball boy mysteriously is now living in a, a very expensive villa in Costa Rica. Right. Not only a ball boy, but a towel boy. Yeah. yeah. And he's living with like five strippers. It's, it's he also just does a massage. Co- just a coincidence, I guess. I, I wouldn't they care. They can't find him. I wouldn't care if it was Tom Brady's balls. I'd still be back there just like, chicken farm you taste. <laughs> yeah, I love that new ball smell. <laughs> Okay, what I'm what I'm curious about is Can you imagine what Peyton Manning's balls are like? Okay. <laughs> I bet he so really works them really what, hard before okay, the game. So what I heard they're almost ready for retirement. <laughs> is, it, is it possible it that do you think I don't mean to interrupt you, Bob, no, but okay. with him playing for so long, do you think he's just hung on to the same balls forever so he's just got these old nasty balls that he brings each I game? think there was something wrong with the ball sack. There could have been. Yeah, yeah maybe they, that let the air out. How about John Elway's balls? <laughs> Do you think they're corporate compliant? <laughs> you know he's just, they have to have Bronco logo all over his balls. I don't know if the NFL lets him have the 
team logos on their balls or not. But well, they put the net up behind the goalpost to, to save the balls. That's true. Yeah, hmm. they probably got like well, they're like three hundred teardrop tats on them. They're like, <laughs> they're like three hundred bucks a piece. Three hundred bucks. You can buy a whole pig, not just the skin, for three hundred bucks. You can buy a bunch of balls for three hundred bucks. Oh man, I'm getting ripped off over here at the discount uh, sports store in Jamesville, Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen. So the NFL pays three hundred dollars a ball. Thanks, Obama. Something ridiculous. They're made in America. I I say make those things in Bangladesh. Little Bangladeshi children, they could get those things for about three dollars and fifteen cents. That's right. And three hundred dollars a ball—that's better than uh, donating plasma or blood, right? Or three. (laughs) Right, or some three. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, real quick, there's been some uh, real side notes, some controversy over people drinking on the air. And I just, let me be the first to say, we don't. No, we have pretty high standards. Let me just yeah. say, as the, let me just say as the, as the uh, yeah. spokesperson for Cool Daddy Media Studio 454, Studio, Cool Daddy Media Studio 54 and a half in downtown Janesville, Wisconsin, <sighs> let me just say as the spokesperson... Uh, for said aforementioned uh, studio, we have very high standards uh, right. for that kind of yeah. activity. And let me be the third to say, how dare you? <laughs> I think uh, everybody knows that has listened to the old Mick from the beginning for all two years and almost 100 shows that we've done. We are straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> always have been, always will. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Bob, on that note, why don't you play a... Uh, want to play some more Pat? you got a Pat McCurdy song? I do have a Pat McCurdy song. If you could if you could just prattle on a little bit more, Chad, with some kind of... Uh, put something about balls or something. Um, oh, back to the NFL ball segment. Um, I, I'm looking down the, under H, 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 H. Oh, come on, Don. I, I, I thought it was bizarre how much Brett Favre always liked to give his weight because he would constantly throw them to the other team. And, and you know, Emmett Smith kept all his balls. Yeah. Oh, Aaron Rodgers does not like other people touching his balls because his touchdown to interception ratio is pretty and, impressive. Uh, and uh, Troy Aikman is yeah. absolutely livid over this ball scandal. Here you go. He only Look. prefers Jordy Nelson to touch his balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, they mean by how many touches do you want to get today? A little Pat McCurdy, ladies and Everybody gentlemen. Everybody eats. To bring us down from the uh, Everybody uh, eats. the ball ecstasy. We'll be right back.
Heidi looked around. Hollywood said, I like it. You know why that is? Heidi's just a whore in the world of showbiz. But it turns out he was just a hack, another, another talented schlepper. And every time he sings this song, you'll get a free <laughs> story gets even better. Hottie found himself in Alaska, and he was scared to death. He said everyone's either shooting moose or taking crystal meth. He met a woman in Riddle, Wisconsin, and while he was loving her, he realized, oh my God, I'm having sex with their governor. She was good. Then we had twins. With twins, we named them Parsley and Lego. He left Alaska. He hopped back in his car, settled down in Milwaukee, exactly where we are. He said, Troubles I have few, regrets I have many. But I'm glad to have played on the last night in Milwaukee for Trenny. Song is a sad verse. Paddy took a fever, he nearly lost his head. And early the next morning, they found Paddy's stone cold dead. The doctor said, Good thing he has two sons who will survive him. I do. Two kids, two small children, seven year old boy and a four year old boy. Little Jaden and Sean Preston. will survive him. Yeah, someone had sex with me twice. <laughs> the doctor said good thing he has two sons who will survive him. And if your surname is something. <laughs> the doctor said good thing he has two sons who will survive him. The other doctor said, I think I know a song that could revive him. All right, Pat McCurdy, the amazing Pat McCurdy. What's the name of that song, Bob? Hey, Patty. Hey, Patty. Now Play he, a song for me. He plays a couple times a year down at the uh, the Looking Glass, he the does. old Looking Glass. You can check that out. It's right downtown. Uh, everybody knows where the Looking Glass is. We got uh, Andy just got done taking a leak. Colton, we got to still have Colton sitting in. Thanks for sitting in, Colton. No problem. He lives right down the street, so he stopped down. The other, do you live by the Looking Glass or the other direction? Uh, by library downtown. Oh, oh, you are close then. Yeah. Andy, how'd it go? How's the bathroom? Oh, dude, the bathroom here is great. I'll tell you what, the bathroom here at Studio 54 and a half is fantastic. We take pride in our amenities here. You have fine toiletries here at... The world famous Studio Fifty Four and a Half. Uh, on the seventh floor of uh, Trading Spaces Towers. <laughs> I heard you talking about that on your show. <laughs> and sometimes I go into the sit-down one and not the men's. <laughs> I'll have to give this a look. Yeah, go in there and give it a try. Try the sit-down one for number one. What do you got there? A little Gatorade. And a little little Gatorade. Just want to specify now that we're getting some heat over a little, the uh, alcohol. Little uh, Cascade Crash. Hmm. Gatorade Frost. Sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You're living on the edge, man. We had some uh, technical difficulties with our last uh, two shows, so if anybody listened to them, I apologize. This one should sound dandy, though. I think it might have been the uh, Ustream. Yeah. We'll we'll uh, we'll endeavor to investigate how to do that without interfering with the first class uh, internet. Uh, service we have here at Studio 54 and a half. Not to get too technical, but I think the upstream, our upload was just a little bit too much. But we will be doing Ustream on for the after show, directly following this show. So if you're listening live, go to Ustream, search for the Oatmeck Podcast and check that out. You can see Wrestling Andy and Chad Sheridan and see Little daddy but you probably won't be able to smell him. <laughs> be able to see Colton too. You'll be able to see him well because the camera will be pointing right on him. And that's when the show gets dirty. That's right. 
That's when we take our shirts off and do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, Andy, I was looking at in the room here, there are some high ceilings. Yeah. Because Andy's been looking for a new venue for the wrestling shows. I don't know how many people other side from the ring you could get in here. We could probably get 20. (laughs) We could probably get 20 in here. But... Yeah, we think Colton would just make a good camp. You could like smash. Yeah. You could smash somebody on the uh, Studio Fifty Four and a Half uh, radio desk. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a story about that when I was drunk one time. But um, now, Colton, you're training to be a wrestler, or you're doing it, or I've been training for a couple months now with Andy. Andy's teaching it. Yeah. He's had matches. Did you grab a chair and take a shot over That's there? Pretty good. We got regulation. Uh, Folding chairs over there? One of them looks similar to the one I used to sit on that you dented at the one JWA show. Oh. On your back or something, I don't remember. But. Looks like one of those front row WrestleMania seats over there. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice cush. We should start selling uh, tickets to sit in on the podcast, and then we'll autograph the seats afterwards, and they get to keep the seat. Like 600 bucks a pop. Yeah, or somebody could just have my pay-per-view chair signed by Jonathan Coachman. <laughs> <laughs> the highly sought-after... <laughs> Jonathan Coachman autograph. Sports Center's own. <laughs> now, did he die? No. <laughs> He's oh, like God. the main dude there now, I think. He was, wasn't he the dude with the eyes that's dead? That's not him. Oh, Stuart Scott. Oh, Stuart Scott. Oh. Jonathan the Coach Coachman. Coach. Now, you guys, I know that Andy doesn't really watch much of the WWE, but do you watch it at all? Yeah, you just watch it every week. Big Sunday. Now, last Monday's. New wrestling is kind of lame, I think, but I really enjoyed last Sunday or last Monday Night's Raw. The ending was good. I like that. Yeah. That was crazy. And were you surprised as I was when badass Billy Gunn actually slammed the crap out of that dude? He's still around. He's yeah. still got it, man. He's they were champs at the beginning of the year. Really? Yeah. yeah. Gave him one last run. I guess I have a match this Sunday, right? They might. I really skimmed over a lot of others. Oh, wow. I didn't even know those. I haven't seen that guy since Whitewater. When he was at the uh, homecoming game, and everybody announced him and uh, Rhino, and the the cannons shot off and like dead silence, nobody knew who they were. How <laughs> <laughs> <So> embarrassing! <laughs> so you just see a grown man standing in the end zone with a fanny pack and his hands tucked in his sweatshirt. Now, is that part of the wrestling camp when you guys graduate from the camp? You're like, here's your fanny pack. I've never had one. I've I've seen some people that do. That's kind of like I don't know, maybe like. I don't know, maybe some still do, I'm not sure, but that was kind of big, like, maybe like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, speaking of which, um, I have, I'll be in uh, Tampa, St. Petersburg area, uh, last week of March, so I'll be hooking up with Hogan and uh, the Bushwhacker while I'm down there. Nice, going to the beach shop? Probably do some lunch or something or whatever. Maybe stop by Luke's at lunch? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to stop by Luke's and just watch all of the former WWF superstars going to work out. Get your 24-hour fitness on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'll try to bring a recorder and record them while I, while they're like, who the hell are you, and get away. But, yeah, so I'll be down there. We'll see what happens. Nice. Hey, Bob, will you play a commercial? Oh, where is Bob? Bob what the? Come, come on, on, Bob. I want you to play something. Come on, Bob. How hard can you play? I have no idea. Stripper's here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to do that as soon as I saw you got up. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to my cool. Florida trip to go see a bunch of wrestlers. Actually, I'm going to see my aunt, but if I run into any, you know. Never know. I remember you had that sweet autographed, uh, personalized autographed 8 by 10 I should right? bring that in. It's pretty sweet. Looked good on the walls here, wouldn't it? Here in Studio 54 and a half. To Chad from Hollywood. Yeah, it was NWO Hulk, but it wasn't in the NWO <laughs> stuff. It was at the time he was a bad guy, and I get this autographed picture of him like, <laughs> super good guy Hulk. I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't match up with his gimmick. <laughs> I'm excited for the Royal Rumble, though. The Royal Rumble and the WrestleMania are always like, even if you don't watch wrestling all that much, they're usually pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Those are the bigger ones. Yeah. Who's your favorite guy right now, if you had to pick one? Oh, man. Uh, sure, probably Big Show. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Coming for you, Big Show. <laughs> no, I'd probably go with uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. I got my he's daughter got the a beard figure. movement going on right now. He does. Everybody likes him a lot. I'm sure they'll yeah. bury him, so. 
they like to do with the guys everybody likes. Dude, him and Reigns for Rumble, basically. Yeah. I don't like Roman Reigns. In fact, you know who I like better? Is a guy that I thought wouldn't do anything is uh, that Dean Ambrose guy. He's going to hurt himself before he gets any big push, but... Is that Gennetti guy still around? Yes, and he's not that bad. That's another guy I was was making fun of quite a bit. He's still like the top... One of the top guys? Oh, he's still got the money in the bank thing, and I don't think he's ever going to get rid of it. Got Lesnar right now. I don't think he's cashing on him. Like no. Philly. No. What'll happen is I think the that Roman Reigns. Yeah, they're actually making him show up every once in a while now. <laughs> he's gone for like three months after he got the belt. I saw this. Uh, Good. Like fact. So it's like stat on Twitter. And Ric Flair and uh, Shawn Michaels combined have more appearances than Brock Lesnar on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> like this year. Yeah, this year. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good this weekend. Did I hear Ric Flair? Yeah. Woo. I got a chance to meet him last year. Last year? What are you talking about? Oh, that's right. He was at... He met Slick Rick. He was at the Nature Boy. Up on top of Space Mountain. He high-fived Daddy-O. What? Yeah, he high was... High-fived. Yeah, man. Get close to the J-Hand. He was at... He hires himself out to be, like, in wedding parties. And I went to... These were, like, doctors and stuff. And so they had the extra cash. Horseman. Get out of here. Why didn't you? I was in, so the, the wedding was up. Four. The wedding was up in, um, it was in the, the state capital of Wisconsin. Yeah, that's right. And they were that. using the Senate. They were using like the Senate chambers. Uh-huh. And so I, we were sitting in the, uh, uh, we were sitting in the nosebleed seats uh, up in the balcony. And the, the wedding party's coming in. And they were, uh, you know, the groom comes in and all the uh, the groomsmen. And then this uh, the, the uh, preacher says, Who gives away the bride? Nature boy! And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> the girls line the aisle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. That's crazy. So did he just came out and, like, did he just walk out or did he? No, he had to, he, he, he brought the bride out. Yeah. Did, did he play and, this instead of the Here Comes the Bride song? Which would be totally They did have awesome. some odd music. Did, did it sound he, like this? His theme song, maybe, yeah. U.S. Cellular, he gets... <laughs> <laughs> they played a U.S. Cellular. That was a U.S. Cellular. let's try this. I... Anything like that, Bob? Yeah, there was some there was some odd music and it was I was completely out of the loop. I, I didn't realize. Did he say anything to the crowd as far as limousine riding, jet flying, to be the man, you gotta beat the man, anything like that? Yeah, after he was he was he did the whole wedding. chopping guys. He was he like chopped one of, the bride. One of the last guys <laughs> slapped to leave the wedding. Four on dude's he, mom. He, <laughs> He did leave with like this twenty-three-year-old chick, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> one of the bridesmaids or something. But I, I, I digress. Anyway, but anyway. dropped a knee on the grandma. Right? He had his, he had like his, he had like his world champion belt, you know, that he was displaying. Get out of here! So yeah, he had the, right by the cake. The old WCW belt. Yeah, right by the cake table. And we all, I, there's a way buried deep in my cell phone. There's a picture of me, <laughs> little daddy with the with yeah. the uh, with the belt on. <laughs> the end of the night, he's just. Crimson red, his hair is. <laughs> Dude, he is the dirtiest player in the game, not to be confused with Tom Brady. At the moment, it's actually Ric Flair and his balls. Oh God! Oh, man. Nature boy. So, Colton, one more question: Who's your favorite of all time? If you had to pick a wrestler, uh, Shawn Michaels. Real? Okay. Yeah, oh, HBK. Oh, all right. I watch a documentary, a new one. Um, on the Macho Man, he's good. I liked him. Real, uh, real character. He was one of those old school guys, like all those guys from the '80s, where you watch a promo with him. Ric Flair's one of them too. You watch a promo, and they get down, and you're like, "That was awesome." But if somebody was like, "What did they just say?" You'd be like, "I have no idea." <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah, I got like a, I got a tie for my favorite wrestlers, but one of them did something really bad. Wait, can we guess? Hold on, let's... Are you talking about Voldemort? You talking about Chris Benoit? Yeah. Black! 
the world's biggest midget. I got that from Andy's mom. She always used to say he looked like a huge midget. He shall not be named. Can't say his name. Benoit. Oh, you can't say his name anymore? Not supposed to. Why? Because he... will make you tap. <laughs> Throwing a cripple crossface. Uh, he definitely crossfaces, but... He, his life came to a very tragic ending, and he killed himself. But do you remember when we saw him uh, wrestle in Chicago? Yeah, I think so. Was Up it a, the, a Nitro at the they United went into the restroom? Yeah, that was awesome. That was him, huh? Yeah, him and uh, Kevin Sullivan, dude. I remember. I'll never forget right that. Right up through us, right up through where we were sitting into the restroom. It's great. Afterwards, they had a dark match after the TV thing got done, and it was Hogan and a couple other people, but it was great. Like, it was just raining garbage into the ring. So I was like, right when the NWO was really hot and everybody is, you know, really against them and yeah. and they're just chucking stuff into the ring. It was great. It was so fun to watch. I remember it was one of the nights where uh, Macho Man started off Nitro and he wasn't leaving the ring. Remember that? Yeah, and vaguely. Then, like, and then they had, like, Sting come down from the rafters at night. and like It was crazy. It's was really, it Rodman there? Was Rodman there? At that? He, I don't know. It's really unfortunate that the thing I remember the most out of that whole thing was Derek St. Holmes peeing into a can. On the way. I don't know why. <laughs> and I remember him uh, uh, very passionately arguing that Doink the Clown was really good gimmick. That's yeah, the it two main bad. things. It wasn't bad, but because he asked me, he was like, So, Chad, do you watch wrestling? And I'm like, Yeah, you know, I was into it for a long time, but I, I kind of got sick of it and tuned it out a little bit. He's like, well, when? I'm like, right about the time Doink the Clown came around. He's like, you know what? <laughs> Doink and Dink. Let me tell you something about Doink the Clown. I liked Heel Doink. I was yeah. always a fan of Heel Doink. I thought that was good. Now, the only real exposure I had to that moment in wrestling is when I got the WWE Network and I started going back and watching those Raws. and It was entertaining. I shouldn't have tuned out when I did. but um. Anyways, I think we should wrap up this show. It's about that time. It's about that time, and I think we've had a really good show, and I just want to leave it at that. Get into some uh, after business. Should we uh, yeah. should we exit with some balls and beer and sex? Yeah, let me slip out of these clothes, and we'll do an after show. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, OpenMcPodcast.com. Colton, you going to stick around for the after show? Yeah, probably. Check out the after show on LittlePodcastNetwork.com. Maybe we'll have comedians stop by. We don't know. We might. We might not. It's still early. We might even do the after, after, after show. And you don't want to miss that. Uh, we're going to go live on Ustream probably in about a half hour-ish. Um, we'll post a link. Otherwise, just go to Ustream.com. Or actually, if you just search Ustream Open Mic Podcast in Google, it'll come up. I don't remember what the thing is. It's something about Open Mic or something. Yeah, but just ask Siri about it. I don't know. Whatever. But thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for going to the Armory and supporting local, even though they don't want us there. <laughs> it's fine with me. Andy's got what do you Open got? Open McPodcast on Ustream. See what Siri does. Come on, Siri. Open McPodcast, Ustream. See? What does... I'm here for you. She's here, man. Good. Yeah, she... Technical work. On... She feels you. Live on the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Internet radio. Open Mic Podcast. Ustream. What do you got? All right, we got. Uh, she bringing you? She just—it's a naked dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wow, that's crazy. She oh, is? she opened up the uh, the Overcast <laughs> podcast app for some reason. Oh, well, thanks, Siri. Yeah, thanks for doing that. It's a cool his, app, actually. Yeah. And she brought up some balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colton. Well, thanks for uh, sitting in. Thanks for having me. You can come anytime that you want. We're always here. What, one thing we're trying to do, uh, old school Open Mic Podcast fans, is bringing back the open mic of the mic. See, Bob, when we first started doing our show, our thing was we had an extra mic, and we'd always have just somebody. We got extra mics. We got extra chairs. So we're going to try to get back to kind of some of our roots. Yeah, we got an extra mics, extra chairs. We have a casting couch, some lighting equipment. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. <laughs> the door's locked. And so... Anyways, Bob, do you have our outro on there? It should say OMP outro. Or do you want do you want to do uh, you want to do Pat or do you want to do what, what's it? Okay, okay, well, hang on. We've Keep done going. the same outro for almost a hundred episodes. Uh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Apparently, I got gotcha. you. There it is. The one consistent thing that we do. I got it. Ready? Yeah, let's hear. It. See if it is it. That's it. Let's turn it up a little bit. 
That's good. Okay, so for Andy Anderson and Chad Sheridan and Colton and Big Bob. My pleasure. Colton, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, once again, thanks for having me. Again, anytime. This has been the Open Mic. Slash. No, just the one B. <laughs> Of Joe Lewis's bee. Now he's won all his fights, 23 or 4, and left 20 of his opponents lying on the floor. They all tried to win, but the task was too hard. When he laid that hound bone up against that board, listen, all you prize fighters, don't play him too cheap. If he lands with either hand, he'll sure put you to sleep. He's a real fighter. I bet on him. He knows just what to do. I'm talking to you. He packs dynamite in his left. He carries a plunging right. Either one will make you groggy or as high as a kite. He charges on his opponent from the beginning of the gong. He batters them into submission. Then they all sing a song. I bet on the brown bumper. For he knows his stuff. And lays it on his opponent until he get enough now he's a natural born fighter who likes to fight them all the bigger they come he says the harder they fall that terrific left boys is all he needs but that six ain't right come with lightning speed listen all you prize fighters don't play him too cheap Take a tip from me, the off Joe Lewis is beat. <laughs>